Good morning and welcome to the podcast. I am Elsa Kepi and I come on here at least once every uh, once or twice a month to talk about relationship, intimacy and pleasure questions. And we try to answer some really interesting um, problems, find ways to overcome these problems and, you know, move forward. And so I wanted to take uh, a moment here to talk about pain. Pain is actually a relatively modern concept as far as we use it uh, to measure, you know, how sick are you or how bad, in, badly injured are you. This really actually isn't what we used to use pain for. Pain is not always related to how bad something is. It's sometimes more of a, an emotional signal, we could call it. Or, you know, if you're more depressed that, uh, that day, you might have more pain. If you have diff if your hormones are out of balance, you may feel more pain. There's many factors that add or take away from the pain. You know, we all know the, the phenomenon of uh, adrenaline rush where we don't really feel any pain while we're doing something really, um, exciting or uh scary and then later on we might feel the pain but at the time we don't so pain is is much more uh nuanced than just to say okay if you're in, you know if you're a 10 out of 10 with pain you must have a really bad injury or a really bad um illness so i wanted to kind of break down how we can work with pain because this is actually probably the main thing that i do with clients um, when I see them in person and often when I'm working online as well is working with pain and pain is often one of the best messengers we have for knowing that something is not in alignment for knowing that we're off balance somehow that things aren't, um, in integrity with ourselves, we could say. So I wanted to go through, there's actually a very simple process of working with pain that I use you know, as I mentioned, with pretty much every single client I work with. And it's simple, and yet it, it can go really deep. And of course, it, it helps sometimes to have a practitioner or someone you trust and love, or, you know, you go to for guidance to help you through the, these steps. But again, if you're really dedicated, you can definitely work on using these three steps in your own life to overcome your experience of pain, whether it's emotional or physical. So just to give you um, a couple of background things, uh, I'm, I've been a body worker, a massage therapist, and a myofascial therapist for over a decade, get going on 12, 13 years now. And I have really dived into this aspect of working with pain emotionally, physically, energetically, spiritually, um, on all levels, because I, I have seen and I've experienced in my own body how much they all interrelate. And, you know, I've also trained in intimacy coaching and relational coaching and around pleasure and around somatic relational peace. So I've done some somatic psychology uh, training for a few years. And I realized that all of this comes together to make this simple and elegant process for working with pain. So you can find out more about me, uh, elsakepi.com. That was a great place to start. Um, points you in the direction of a couple other websites I have with different ways of working with me. But to get on with our topic this morning, 
you're probably really excited to hear what are these three steps. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start with the first step, listening. And that might sound really, you know, well, that's fairly nondescript. You know, I listen, I'm in pain, therefore, you know, I'm listening. But we have to take listening to a bit of a different level. We can't just listen, like if it's, if it's this relational piece with our own body, if our body's in pain, it's probably been whispering and knocking on the door for quite a while. And we haven't actually been listening to those little aches and pains, to those, um, hot flashes when we go in certain situations, when we eat certain things, to that headache that we get when we are on the phone with certain people, to that shoulder pain that we got every time we had to go to a job we didn't like. There's a lot of listening that needs to happen on a regular basis. And a lot of people don't know how to listen to their own body. Uh, So until the body is screaming at them, they don't know how to listen. So often we have to you know, dial it back. And as you know, in a relationship, it's really tough to, to suddenly try to listen to your partner when they're screaming at you is way harder than if they came to you and said, by the way, there's this thing that's kind of bothering me. I wonder if we could talk about it. That would be way easier to listen. And, and same with our body. Like it's, you know, very similar. If we listen to our body's discomfort or our body saying, hey, you ate too much, maybe next time don't eat so much, or I was telling you that you, you know, shouldn't keep walking that extra 5k because your ankle was sprained, maybe you need to stop. If we listened at the beginning, the same as if we listen to our partner, if we listen to our body when it's kind of just speaking to us on a regular level, we would have way more um, easier time dealing with it. But if you get to that painful stage and all of a sudden your body is screaming at you or your partner is screaming at you and you don't know why, we still have to try and stop and listen. There isn't going to be a way, you can't shut them up and say, oh, just go and, you know, go and sort yourself out, you know, go to the spa, like get a, get a manicure, you'll feel better. Don't yell at me. That's not actually listening. That's, you know, blowing off. And sometimes we do that to our body. And sometimes we do that, you know, to our body, we do it in ways of like, oh, just give me a glass of wine. I just want to forget about everything and, you know, let go or give me that sleeping pill or give me, you know, let me go, you know, for another half an hour so I don't feel the pain. These are the kinds of things we do to our body, the same as we do might do in a relationship where we kind of blow it off. And, you know, if you blow it off or you dissociate or you close it up in a closet, if you're just like, I'm not, I can't deal with this pain right now. I'm just going to, you know, mask it, block it, do whatever I need to to get rid of it right now. Um, it's like locking a puppy in a, in a cupboard, you know, it's not going to be a friendly puppy when you finally let it out a few hours later. So this listening means actually taking time, stopping, breathing, maybe doing a a short, you know, meditative type of, uh, connecting with this part of your body. There's many ways that we as practitioners might help you to, to work with this listening. I have many clients who are just like, I don't know how to talk to my body. The same as I have clients who say, I don't know how to talk to my partner. You know, we have to kind of learn some skills and try some exercises and do some different things to learn to talk to our body or talk to another person um, in order to have them feel like they're being listened to. 
And most of the time, as you probably know for your own self, you know, when you feel listened to, it's like you feel better, right? You feel like, okay, huh, you know, I'm somebody listened. I'm, I feel better already. And that's what happens in our relationships with our body or with other people too, is when they feel listened to, they calm down and then we can actually get to the, you know, working out what do we need to do differently or what choice do we need to make? So the first step in any painful situation, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain, is to stop and listen. And, you know, in an emotional sort of way, if you come home with a headache and then realize you're getting over controlling with your partner because you felt, you know, all day at work, you you were just run off your feet, you didn't feel in control, you just like someone was criticizing you all day and you get home and you start micromanaging your partner, this isn't actually about your partner. This is about you not wanting to sit and feel what it feels like to be at work when you felt out of control and, you know, criticized. So that's the actual thing that you want to come back and listen to, not keep moving forward and go, oh, but my partner's now being annoying and didn't do the dishes right or didn't da da da, or my body's being annoying and now it's hurting every time I want to sit down and relax. So this listening point has many nuances and we'll have to take a whole time and go more into that. But the second step then after you really delve into the listening part is to feel. And we've kind of touched on it already. The feeling of what actually is there. What is the actual emotion? What is the sensation? What am I actually feeling here? And to actually allow myself to feel it, not to get scared by it or to get annoyed by it or to think, okay, I, I'm not doing well. I shouldn't be feeling that. So I'm, I'm going to shut it down. These are all ways that we don't actually allow ourselves to feel. And if you don't allow yourself to feel, then, you know, what's the point in listening if you're not actually going to acknowledge or change or, or really hear what they're saying? It's the same in a relationship, right? Like, if you listen to someone, then you're like, oh, thanks for telling me that. Now I'm going to go ahead and do the thing that was annoying you all the time. Then this is not going to go well in your relationship. So same with the feeling. If you listen to your body and your body's saying, hey, I don't like those new boots you got. They make, you know, they make my calves hurt. And you don't listen to that and you don't allow yourself to feel the pain. And then, you know, you're just like, well, I'm going to wear these boots all day, every day then your body's going to, after a couple weeks, it's going to be screaming at you like, hey, these boots don't work for me. So we have to actually feel what's going on. And then the third step is to embody um, how we can actually take, take what we've learned in. And this is to really come to a sense of uh, choosing a different path of embodying what we've listened to and what we felt and now learn from it, transform it and become, uh, in relationship with it. So we actually bring ourselves to that. And if it's, you know, just that very simple example of being in rubber boots and that doesn't work for our calves, you know, embody that means to say, okay, like maybe I need to have a look at how I can work with my body to wear the boots that I need to, that's going to make it work. Or I need to wear them for a few hours and go home and do lots of stretching and massage and other things to counteract that effect. But I need to embody something different than what I'm doing. Otherwise this pain is just going to get worse. 
And the same with a relationship emotionally, you know, if we listen to our partner and then we feel honestly what we're feeling, then we actually have to, to take that in and transform it. So we're not just continuing to, you know, overload our partner with all of our feelings without having worked on them ourselves. Like if I'm feeling out of control in my life, I need to look at that. I don't need to come and be super controlling to my partner. And if my partner becomes the most efficient and, um, you know, does everything the way that I want, that's still not actually going to make me feel any better. Um, except for maybe a, like a little bit right at the beginning, but now we're just going to become more controlling because what we actually are feeling is not that we need to control everything. It's just, we're feeling out of control in general. So we actually need to embody what's happening and transform our own self. So with these three steps, you can transform any pain. And I've just worked for a week with um, a client that, that flew in to, to see me for a week. We did two sessions a day. And, you know, this these were pretty much the steps we worked with. And, you know, getting really getting to the place where you feel listened to, where your body feels listened to. We built that relationship, that trust. You know, she had to trust that I knew what I was doing and that we were going to, that I was not going to make it more painful, that I was not going to just leave, leave her without any tools. And then, you know, she felt safe enough to feel. She felt into what was really there. And what was interesting was that there was still some pain, but what we noticed was that as we were working, the pain would come up and then it would go away much quicker as we were working. So instead of the pain coming up in a certain stretch and then lasting for 20 minutes of excruciating pain, it would come up, she would listen to it, we would feel it, and it would go back down in about 30 seconds. So it felt heard, you know, we were paying attention to it, she was feeling it. And then we were working with it in the sense of, what what uh, thoughts and feelings came up as we were working with that pain. And, you know, we talked about everything from family dynamics to her place in her sibling order to how she felt like a victim sometimes to, you know, all sorts of things that come up, when, you know, that are embroiled and, and um, really enshrined in our pain. Um, it might come up, you know, if you're having problem in your relationship now, it's likely that you have felt similarly in past relationships, you know, that you feel nobody, you know, you feel taken advantage of, or you feel uh, underappreciated, things like that. And the same pain comes up again and again. And this is often, you know, um, asking us to look at this and to embody that differently to transform that to something like, well, you know, if I feel like a victim, this is telling me that I need to work on boundaries, that I need to stand up for myself, right? So there's ways to work with that. So I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about pain, emotional, physical, you know, all of these types of pain, because it is a messenger for us to give us a clue that there's something to work with. And now that we have these three steps, this, these, this process for working with pain, you can almost, I mean, I'm not saying to run out and get in pain, but like you can almost be like excited or happy or gratitude that you have some pain that's coming up for you in whatever way, because it's, it's showing you what you can work on to help you be a more grounded, 
more balanced, more, uh, you know, joyful, peaceful person. So this pain is, is there to help you. And if we can change our mind about the pain and actually realize that it's helping us to look at what we need to look at in order to get to a better place in general in our life or in our body, then we don't have to, you know, we don't have to shoot the messenger. We don't have to get angry with the pain. We can say, thank you for pointing this out to me. Now I have something that I know I need to work with and we can work with it. And then it's highly likely that pain will disappear and maybe other pains will come up, but you'll know how to work with it and it'll come and go quicker. And we don't have to spend weeks or months or years in pain, whether that's physical or emotional pain or relational pain. If you're in, you know, a, a, a relationship that causes you pain, there's something to look at there. So hopefully this gives you some idea. I really wanted to offer you this process and just talk about it a little bit. If you are interested in having support to work through pain of either emotions in your relationship or with your body, or has it manifested physically for you in pain or illness, um, definitely check out my website, ailsakepi.com. You can see um, whether you want to work with me in person or online or one of my online courses. I have lots of ways to, to work with me and to help work with this process. And I would love to chat to you personally. So I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful day of, you know, the pain that teaches you something. And I hope it comes and goes quickly and that you transform, uh, you know, w very um, elegantly um, to something that feels much more like pleasure and joy. All right. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I'll talk to you soon.